Welcome. You're listening to the Think Like an Entrepreneur podcast because it turns out there's no such thing as a struggling entrepreneur. There are only business owners still operating from an employee mindset. I'm your host, business coach Katherine Morrison. Now let's dig in. Hello, party people. How's it going? This episode is like super long overdue. Two or three months ago, I hosted an Ask Me Anything on Instagram, which by the way, if you're not hanging out with me on Instagram, what are you doing? At Catherine Morrison Coaching. But anyway, at that time, a few different people had asked me to really break down how I plan my time, how I'm able to consistently produce at such a high level. And I wanted to unpack some of that today. And we should start with at the base level my foundational belief, which is that we as human beings in our natural state are extremely potent, powerful creators. Like creating is actually our natural state. For a painter, they create paintings. For an entrepreneur, they constantly see possibility and opportunity in the world. For a fashion designer, they make clothes. For a computer engineer, they build digital products, right? It's all creation. And I believe from a spiritual perspective that the vision we are given doesn't come from us, right? From our big, beautiful human brains. That vision is what we are here on this earth in this lifetime to steward into this world and to commit to creating as reality on this earth. That vision points us towards the creation that we are meant to channel through us into this world. It is our life's purpose. It's a big fucking deal. (laughs) And so things like procrastination, perfectionism, and resistance are all things that run counter to that. I would classify those things Where do we use in the accelerator? It's static, right? It's not your frequency. It's not your natural essence of what's wanting to come through you. It is static patterns that need to be cleared. Whereas when you're aligned into that authentic essence, right? Into your fuck yes frequency, that's when you are in alignment for creation to just channel through you. And when you allow creation to just channel through you, it feels deeply pleasurable. I want you to think about orgasms. Orgasms are pretty awesome, right? Stay with me. Promise I'm bringing it back to business. Now, do you know why orgasms are pleasurable? So that we have sex because sex is the act of creation. It is literally the act of creating life. And orgasms is that pleasurable experience to incentivize us to create life. And I began thinking about this so much when I restructured my mind to run my business from pleasure, because it was the feeling I realized I believed I would have when I reached all of the goals, standing at the mountaintop, right? Looking down over the millions of dollars and the hundreds of clients making so many more millions of dollars and the literal fundamental paradigm and timeline shift, my existence and my commitment to my vision set off in the universe. Holy shit. Getting some tingles right now. It's arousing. It's very pleasurable to think about. And it made me realize that aligning to our purpose, what we feel called to create in the world and creating from that place has that same richness 
of positive emotion as orgasms have. And that's why to encourage creation. The trouble comes in when we come into this world as beautiful little babies and we start getting all kinds of everybody else's thoughts and societal programming and imprinting, like an artist that's raised in a family that tells her her entire life that art is superfluous and silly. So although creating art for that child would, at a soul level, feel extremely joyous and in flow, the more her parents tell her that art is silly, the more that mind pathway, that neural pathway develops in her brain. And the static of that limiting belief that gets imprinted onto her begins to cloud and block her from her natural state, which is creating art, right? So if you think about then if she was just a kid, right, who hadn't heard that a lot, she would just be sitting at the table for hours making art. If you hear your whole life that it's silly or you can't make money or whatever the thing is, of course, when you go to create what naturally wants to throw, flow through you, you will have resistance. You will have doubt. You will have all of those things. Or the entrepreneur that's born and then put through the school system, right, where they're taught to follow authority and listen to predefined rules and to follow, right? So although leading and listening and following their own vision is the natural state of an entrepreneur, the more society tells them that entrepreneurship is risky and they should just be grateful for their nine to five and that who they should be is someone who listens and gets good grades by regurgitating what someone else told them, the deeper those neural pathways develop in the brain and the static of those limiting beliefs begin to cloud and block their fundamental natural state which is creating and innovating and birthing new products and services into the world. And so I have seen time management programs that teach you to block your time and to do the things no matter the resistance. And I think that can be very useful as a first step with time in terms of starting to build self-trust with yourself that you can do what you say you're going to do. But I think it's a much much better and more sustainable way to manage your time is to clear yourself, right? Like your entire being to just come back to that natural state, right? Like the child that was the artist to just be a channel for the creation that wants to come through you to flow through you, right? Same way the artist is going to make art, the same way an entrepreneur is constantly seeing possibility, opportunity, and innovation. Because when you get down to the brass tacks of it, time management is really just energy and mind management. So let's talk about a few areas I see my clients really struggle with time management. Let's talk about marketing. The first one, spinning in confusion, saying they don't know what to write feeling so much pressure when writing, and then leaving a ton of drafts half-written and never posted. These behavioral patterns are always coming from some sort of perfectionism. And perfectionism is just a fear, right? Of either your own intense judgment because you've been taught by someone else that things have to look or be a certain way to be good enough, right? And so then you just internalize that and then you start basically caging yourself or the perceived projected judgment of others, right? Or fear of being seen. 
And so, sure, that person could time block their calendar with quote unquote right marketing, right? But if they don't clear those fundamental static mindset patterns, obviously they won't write their marketing. <laughs> or if they do it, it will take them like two hours, right? Like a piece of content that is taking you more than 20 minutes. There's for sure a block that's keeping you from just tapping into your innate creativity and allowing what wants to come through you to come through you without questioning it and judging it. Or the second one is let's talk about the people who've been taught some sort of like work hard, hustle fallacy. And then their time management issues are coming from their brain's insistence that they have to really grind and work late and work early and work, work, work. Right. But that's just the internalized capitalistic fucking machine that's gone into their brain. It's not real. Right. And some people have been strongly socialized to internalize that. And I work on this with a lot of my masterminders. Many of them have spent lives working really hard, like so hard that it is actually to the detriment of their well being. And in turn, their ability to actually powerfully perform in their business. And you know this is you if you decide to put a few hours or a day of rest on your calendar, and then you find yourself working. Or if you have a compulsion, right? Like, right? Not an open feeling, genuine desire, but it feels like a compulsion you can't control to be checking your business's social media or your email at night if you don't want to be working. Here's another mindset pattern that's so common. Telling yourself constantly that you have to do things, right? People have the have to neural pathway so well trodden in their mind from a life of when they're little, they did, you know, your mom and dad said, you have to do this, right? And then they go to school and the teacher says, you have to do this, right? And then they go and they work as employees and the employer says, you have to do this, right? (laughs) So it's so fascinating because then when employees come out and they're running their own business, the way that they're speaking to themselves is in the same language that they've heard their entire lives, which is you have to do this, right? And obviously, the minute you tell an entrepreneur that they have to do something, you better believe their wild rebel spirit is like, you can go fuck yourself, It's a surefire way to take all of the natural desire you have out of the work and the things you're doing and remove all of it just from the language that you're internally speaking to yourself with, right? And so the thing you put in your calendar ends up not getting done because you keep telling yourself you quote unquote have to, and then all that desire straight up melts away, right? So yes, Those are time management problems, but you can see how those patterns don't magically disappear if you buy a really pretty planner and a set of beautiful, colorful gel pens, right? Time management is really just mind management and energy management. And the way we teach and approach this in the accelerator is twofold. We approach it through energy and mind. So we do a ton of energy work in there, like prepare yourselves, people, if you're coming in in this next launch. But we start calls with dance, with visualization, 
literally awakening the energy within you and drawing it up your spine and having it radiate throughout your body and then feeding that energy we activate and build into your desire, right? Into what you are looking to create. It's how creation works, right? Literally towards what you're wanting to create and birth into the world. We cover nutrition and breath, like not just how to do them to live day to day, but literally how to use those tools to consciously build whatever frequency of energy you want to be calling into your body and then leveraging that energy and feeding it as the fuel that fosters your creation. Of course, you guys know my mindset work is on fucking point. I will root out your limiting beliefs and static patterns from your brain like you are a jack-o'-lantern getting ready to have your inside scooped out on Halloween. And when you understand how to, one, consciously build and move energy within yourself, and two, you have the tools to either grow awareness of your thought patterns and clear them yourself or use our coaching calls in the accelerator and the Facebook group to get support when you're struggling to clear it yourself, right? You start to notice your time problems melt away. When you do this work, you open yourself up to just be a channel for creation to just flow through you. And if you're really struggling with being highly productive with arousing levels of creativity in your workday, I highly recommend you join the next round of the accelerator. I have two trainings in there in particular, seducing your creativity and developing your flow state formula that really dive deep into this and help you drop the pressure and surrender into the openness of what naturally just wants to come through you. It's funny. I remember as I was coming into spirituality and people would talk about downloads. And for me, who was at the time, I identified as a muggle. And I just spent years working in tech. I'm like, a download? You mean like software? And as I learned about these people who just had this deep, wide connection to source, I was so deeply desirous of it, but I had no idea how, right? Like, how does one go from feeling the desire and deeply disconnected? Because if we're going to talk about source, right? I think even if you're a not spiritual person, my perspective is that artist is here to make art because that was what they were put here to do. Right. So if you, if that's not resonating with you, you could replace this to just connection with the deepest part of yourself. Right. And then you feel like an open channel for that to constantly flow, right. For ideas to constantly come and flow through you for creativity to constantly come and flow through you. Right. And the answer is mastering energy and mastering mind within yourself. And that cleans up all of your time management problems. Because when you open yourself to be just a channel for what wants to flow through you naturally, my friends, shit comes real quick. (laughs) It's funny. Like the entire brand Alchemy Accelerator was channeled. I had been getting like little downloads here and there. And then one night I went to bed and then shortly after I woke up from my sleep and it literally felt, I've never had a download this big. It actually felt in my body like I was going into labor. And I know that feeling because I've had three children and I woke up and the download I got was so massive. It was literally the entire curriculum of the program. 
And my rational, like I knew I was creating a branding course, right? And my rational mind was like, what the fuck? Like I'm making a branding course. Like (laughs) why am I being told to like guide people on nutrition? Why am I like, you know, all of these things that were coming through. And it only became clear as I started taking steps forward, why I had to include, for instance, like the nutrition, right? Because your body is the vessel for creation to channel through you, right? And if your vessel isn't clean, it becomes like a very clogged pathway for the energy and the creation to flow through you. So I literally walk you through the step-by-step of that. And the program is basically clearing your physical vessel, right? Your body, as well as clearing out the static patterns in your mind so that you become a much cleaner, clearer vessel to have that coming through you, to have the creativity, to have the creation coming through you. So anyway, that night when I woke up and I had the labor feeling, I literally downloaded the entire curriculum of the program. I like couldn't type fast enough. And then I think within a few days I was recording the course, right? And the entire course was done within, I don't know, maybe a little more than a week, like from downloading the entire curriculum to recording all of the modules. And then I think there was another day or two that had to, had to be added on because I had some mic issues when I originally recorded. So some of the stuff had to be re-recorded twice. So for those of you that are already in there and you notice that some modules I'm wearing the same outfit and some modules I'm wearing different outfits, it is because there were some mic issues. So some of the stuff had to be re-recorded, but it didn't take a long, like a long time. And so I really want you to just keep coming back to the idea of when you see children creating, right? When you see people in what naturally, and if you have your own children, you'll notice, right? That they feel guided towards different things. I think it's so interesting. Um, I think I mentioned before, but I read the May Musk book, A Woman Makes a Plan. And she's, for those of you that are longtime listeners, she's the mother of Elon Musk. So that inspired, that book inspired that podcast that I did on Elon Musk. But one of the things May Musk talks about is as a mother, she always looked at how different her three children children were. And she always took it as her job as the mother, not to shove them into a fucking box of like, go volunteer 18 hours and, you know, go to Stanford and get this thing and get this job so I can brag at the country club. She viewed her job as a mother to look at what are the unique things about my children and how can I foster and develop that interest and those skill sets within them. And it's so fascinating that when you take that approach, what you produce is the richest man on earth, right? Like she looked at what Elon Musk was into. He was always very into tech and she looked at it as her job to help him. I think I told the story in the last podcast, but she was like very poor when they were growing up. And I think it was one of the first things she did was buy him a computer to help him foster the creation that wanted to channel through him. And she has another son who's doing really interesting, sustainable food work, I think out in Colorado. And I think her daughter is in film, right? But all three of them had very different interests, very different things that wanted to channel through them. And when I look at someone like Elon Musk, who is such a clear channel for what he's meant to do on this earth, I can see how his mother right? Did all she could to not imprint on him any resistance towards what naturally wanted to come out of him, not imprint onto him any limiting beliefs about what wanted to just channel through him. And it turns out when you have an experience like that, right? Unfortunately, (laughs) 
not all of us had May Musk looking at us as kids being like, what wants to channel through my child and how do I curate a life where that is able to channel through them? But luckily we have coaching tools, right? And we have mindset tools and we have energy work to reprogram ourselves so that what naturally wants to come through us is able to come through us very quickly, right? Doesn't have to take a lot of time. And so when you do that work and you are aligned into your purpose and you are aligned into what what wants to channel through you, right? You're consciously building your energy, you're clearing your mind and just allowing the creation to flow through you that flow state feeling becomes very regular. And that flow state is that deeply satisfying, happy feeling that you can't wait to get back into again because you were put on this earth to be a creator. And that happy, deeply satisfied feeling as you create is your natural state of being. It is your birthright, right? And that doesn't mean in the creation process No, I talked about orgasms. Let's talk about labor. (laughs) I'm not saying that all of creation is this amazing positive vibes feeling. The point I'm making is that for so many people, their time management problems come from the imprinting that has come upon them. And in order for them to be clear channels of what they're here to do on this earth, they've got to clear that shit. When you clear that shit, yeah, some of it, your flow state, that's going to feel like an orgasm. You're also going to go into labor sometimes to create what you want to create in the world. And am I saying that's going to always feel great? No, but it's a very different kind of feeling and emotion than these mental cages that we have in our mind from the imprinting upon us that we just have not cleared from our own systems. So your time management problems stop being problems when you awaken that natural creator within you and allow that creation to flow and express through you without judgment. So go forth, build your energy, clear your mind and transcend time. I'll see you all next week.